you're listening to the Shed Some Light Podcast, where the beers are kept cold and the conversation is always flowing. Coming to you live, it's Michael and Jack. Sit back, relax, and grab a cold one. It's time to get started. Happy Friday. Boys are back. Shed some light. Episode 101. We're taking you to school. This is Miller Light Drinking 101 for you on a Friday. I'm not teaching fucking 101, <laughs> dude. I'm teaching I'm teaching 401. I'm teaching 500. I'm teaching advanced. I'm teaching the advanced class. <laughs> advanced Miller Light Drinking. <laughs> Coming to you on a Friday. Congratulations, everyone. You made it to the weekend. Jack, how you doing today? I am doing good good yeah good that's good i'm doing about as good as you can do how are you doing uh there needs to be a new word invented for somewhere between good and great i'm doing above average (laughs) i'm doing good point five yeah Yeah, i'm I'm good point five good point five I'm doing, I'm doing better than, than good, good, less than great. Than great. I'm, I'm hanging in there. We made it to the weekend. We're more than good. We're good point five. <laughs> it's new, that's a new fucking Frosted Flakes logo, Montreux slogan or whatever the fuck it is. That's good. That's good. That's me today. Good point five. Good point five, you know? I hope everyone else is doing at least good point five, if not better. Jam-packed show for you today. Very special guest coming up after our sports talk, so stick around for the interview portion of today's show. Um... It's Friday. Friday. We've got a top five draft. We've got everything coming your way today. So sit back, relax, and crack open a beer with us. Yeah, eat. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get right into it here. We're talking sports. And uh, what do you want to start off with? Let's start off with the White Sox. Okay. Did you hear? The White Sox can't beat good teams. Yeah. I heard that. I did hear that. And then we took three or four from the A's. You sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> Are you calling me a liar? I ain't calling, I ain't calling you, you a truther. truther. Dude, you know what I kind of like to call people that I think, you know, kind of just bringing back on, bring it back? Uh, I don't even know if you can really bring it back. Just calling someone a fibber. Dude, you're a fibber. You're, you're a telling fibber. all these fibs, you fibber. <laughs> that, okay, when, when things, things like this come up, come up we, gotta we gotta spin it right into an in or out segment. In or out on calling people a fibber? Yeah. yeah. Like, like 10%. 10% in. 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 Like 90%. I'm like 10%, 10% in. It's good, it's good every, every once in a while, but no shot I'm using that like frequently. I, I just told a little fib. You know what, dude, you know what a fib is? <laughs> you know what a fib is? A fib is like if you can go between telling the truth and a lie, like you can go between good and great, right in the middle, good point five. That's a fib. Yeah, that's a fib. That's a fib. That's like it's like your good point five. I fibbed. It's just a little fib. It's not like a, it's not, you're eating a lie. It's a fib. You're spinning the truth. You're gonna hate me for this. Someone who uh, does this frequently. Sierra, me. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm naming a new disease, tuberculosis. 
speaking of tuberculosis, I got tested for tuberculosis the other day. I know. And I got uh, I got something to bring up about that that whole like morning scenario later in the show. I got something to bring up about that. Okay, let's go. Tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. Someone who fibs. Yeah. Yeah. A fibber, one who fibs. A Budweiser, one who Budweises. Yeah. I don't even know how we got here. I'm gonna be honest with you. Why do we start talking about fibs? Uh. White Sox, oh, White Sox can't, can't be good, good teams. teams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go fuck yourself, everybody. Yeah. I mean, you really pissed on a ball in the last game of the series to end it. Like, easily could have won that game, too. Shut the fuck up. We can't be good teams. Suck my ass. Yeah. 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 It was a thrilling series. I believe my uh, breakdown on Monday's, Tuesday's show. We both said if we could win three out of four, we'd be ecstatic. Yeah. yeah. So, we're happy. Did it. Happy. Ecstatic. Ecstatic. Ecstatic, if you will. Yeah. Um, game one, I don't... Who pitched game one? Keichel? Yeah, Keichel. Yeah. Keichel. Keichel. Lynn. No, no. Keichel, Keichel Lopez. Lopez. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Keichel, Keichel Lopez. Lynn. Cease. Yeah. Keichel pitches game one. Keichel actually pitched very well. Did the same thing. Five innings, two earned runs. I'm pretty sure I said that was like exactly what was going to happen too. Yeah. Uh, this was the first game where, or first series where like our offense didn't really lack any game. Sure, there were games where he was like, "Do you wish you could have done more?" Like Friday or Thursday night's game where it's like, "Yeah, you wish you could have got a little bit more out of him." But at the same time, it wasn't like normally the Sox are either like they're going to score ten runs or like get shut out. Yeah. yeah, and there was never a game where that was the issue. It was, it was nice, nice to string a couple of those like, like that together. together. Yeah, yeah. Good, um, good to see. Two things I want to say: Lance Lynn being the big bastard, fucking yucking his belt at the ump. <laughs> I'll, unless it's like a playoff series or like a huge game, I'll take Lance Lynn chucking his belt at an ump any day of the fucking week. Uh, with the with the, with the uh, caveat there. When he's right, and he was right. When he's right, but also in that circumstance. He had thrown a lot of pitches, and that was after, what, like the fifth inning? He, like, he, he had, no, he had 90, 90 pitches through four innings. And this guy's yeah. substance checking him. It's like, dude, you obviously know I don't have command of the ball. I've thrown 90 pitches through four innings. But also, it's not like he was going to like come out there and continue to pitch for multiple innings after that. Like... Um, if, if, if this was a situation where this happened in, like, the first or the second and he still had a lot of game ahead of him, I'd be more pissed. Yeah, he's not going to fucking yuck his belt at someone in the, in the first inning. I would hope not. Um, but also, he, he had already gotten substance checked Yeah. before then, too, is what people, like, don't, like, understand about that. And then he gets set, checked in the fourth inning, like I said, after, th- after throwing... After having the bases loaded with no outs on like three consecutive walks, and then somehow gets out of it without any runs, and then he gets substance checked. Yeah, that's like, dude. Huge. I fucking walked. I walked the bases loaded. <laughs> How the what? If you think if I had a foreign substance, I wouldn't have fucking walked the bases loaded, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, you gotta have a little common sense. It was it was like it was like one of those things where I think they did it to Sergio Romo the first day. Of like substance checking, where he gave up like two bombs, oh, and then yeah. they like substance checked him, and he was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" He was like, "I gave up two bombs. Like we lost a lead, and you're substance checking me. 
Like, don't you think if I would have had a substance, they wouldn't have fucking hit two bombs? Yep. It's like, dude, you got to have some, like, situational awareness, too. Um, also, game, I believe it was game th- two, three, two, maybe? I'll, I'll, I'm going to say it. Oh, I know where you're going. I'm going to say it. Ronaldo Lopez is good. Ronaldo yeah. Lopez is good. Uh, He's been good this since being called back up and coming out of the pen and slash getting starts for Carlos Rodon. He's been very good. Yeah. He has like a 1-8 ERA. He pitched five innings on one hit the other day against Oakland. Dude, he's good. In or out on Raylo? Dude, in. Like 50% in. Yeah. And they, dude, and you can go back and I guarantee you, this is exactly what I said about him. I've said that I've wanted to be in on him for so long because his stuff is disgusting. When he's on, it's like, Jesus Christ, this guy is insane. And then he just goes off. He just turns it off, and it's like, this guy misses over the middle of the plate every single time. And so far this year, in his like 26, 30 innings he's pitched, he's been on every single time. It's insane. I don't understand it. I, I, I feel like I'm gonna, I want to go back and pull the tapes. I swear to God. I, I, I've always said that I don't want to be out on him, but he like left me no choice. Okay. Like at the end of last season, it was like, he's good, but like he, every time he misses, it's like a meatball. Yeah. Because I, I, I remember exactly what I told you. I said that it doesn't matter where the catcher sets up. If he misses, he misses directly over the middle of the plate. Yep. Yep. And I was like, if he can figure that out, he's like his stuff is objectively gross. Like he has a like he's like a little bit worse version of like Dylan Cease. <laughs> sure. You know what I'm saying? Where like yeah. his stuff is like well, you like watch some of his pitches and you're like, dude, that was disgusting. Like that ball. Like, broke from, like, top right of the zone, hit, like, bottom left. And then there are just days where, like, dude, he looks like he looks like a, a, a pitching machine. Where it's just like, yeah, grooving fastballs, grooving fastballs, grooving fastballs. And it's like, dude, what are you doing? And if he, like I said, if he can figure that out and not have those days where he's just grooving fastballs, Ronaldo Lopez is a good pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. When he's, when he's on. on. And, and like I said, dare I say it, I think he's good. I think he's good. I think he kind of figured it out. Into the tough stretch of games here. I mean, we've been in the tough stretch of games. I know. We continue on through it. Yeah. The Rays. Yeah, the Rays. Dude, the Rays. They like they, so they don't make me mad unless I'm playing them, and they're a team like the Giants, where like I look at their like lineup, and I just think to myself like, how the fuck are you guys good at baseball? Mm-hmm. Like it makes no sense. Like, they don't really have, like, a superstar. They're, but it's just, like, everybody does their job perfectly. 75 and 47 on the season. They're the best team in the American League. And you know who's favorite tonight? The White Sox. That's kind of shocking. Yeah. yeah. Who's who's pitching? Uh, Gio. Verse? Wacha. Michael Waka. Waka Waka. W-A-C-H-A? Yep, yep. Yeah, Michael Waka. There you go. There's a, dude, the Rays are another team where, like, I 
they're starting to get into like uh astro levels of like they're doing something with their pitching staff that doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah, I, c- I could get behind that. Also, Lucas Giolito is five days older than me. How about that? That's not what I want to think about. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know what I'm saying, though, where, like, they just have a bunch of, like, fucking no-names who just wheel and deal left and right. Yeah. It's like, you guys are doing something. Like, I don't know what you're doing, but you're doing fucking something. And they do, But the thing is, they do it all the time. Like, their bullpen is just, like, trade a guy, fucking bring some dude up, doesn't matter. It's just their pitching staff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Also, kind of their... their, Not, like, they're hitting, like, amazing, but, like... Yeah. Like, their pitching staff is just, like, a bunch of fucking schmucks that they bring up from the minors, or they trade away some guy, and they'll bring in some other guy, and it'll be like, this guy that they just brought in stinks. And it's like, just kidding, he's fucking awesome for the Rays. Yeah. 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 Um... Also, Tropicana Field is a fucking dump. <laughs> Speaking of fields and White Sox baseball, we forgot to bring this up. Field of Dreams, you're a new rule that you want to implement. Did we not bring this up on the last one? On Monday's episode? Did we? I, I still have it written in my notes, and either I we didn't bring it up or I just forgot to erase it. Either way, my new rule is winner stays. Winner stays in the Field of Dreams. I don't know if we talked about that already, but if we didn't, I think I'm, that's a genius rule. I'm purposely erasing it now, so if we did talk about it, you get to hear it again, and now we're done talking about it. Winner stays. There you go. Okay. I think I'm a genius for that, too, by the way. Because it's going to be Cubs-Reds in 2022. Yeah. But I did hear from Redline Radio, Sox are back in 2023. Oh, let's go. So, Just a nice off year. Yeah. We can't win every year. Yeah. <laughs> Got to spread the wealth. Okay. Um, what else sports-wise you want to touch on? Uh I want to touch. I want to stay in baseball. Did okay. you see the Tiger? Did you hear about the Tigers announcer? Oh, oh yeah, with Shohei. Yikes, dude! Oh, this huh. is the fucking second time it's happened. Not with like the that. Same guy? No, no, no. But like, it was with Stephen A. Smith and Shohei, where Stephen A. Smith said the face of Major League Baseball shouldn't be a guy that doesn't speak English. It was like, well, you're a fucking idiot. It's like, dude, wh- wh- when will everybody just fucking learn to like just accept people? Yeah, man, that's tough. Did you see the clip, though? Of, uh, of the Tigers announcer? Yeah. Tough. Tough. Pitching very, very, very carefully. <laughs> so for So for whoever doesn't know, the Tigers were playing the Angels, and the Tigers had just walked the batter in front of Shohei, and the play-by-play announcers go, now what do you do with Shohei Otani? Is in like, do you walk him too and try to get to the next guy, or like what's going to happen? And the other announcer, in an Asian accent, goes, "Be very, very careful." And I was like, "Ooh, that's a yikes!" And then did you see Shohei's response? No. No. Shohei might be the nicest dude of all time. Oh, oh well, duh. He was just like, he was like, "Yeah, it didn't really bother me." Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Dude, fuck, stop being so likable." He's 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 the man. He's the best. Yeah. He's the best. Dude, what he's doing does not make any sense. No. no. Nor, Nor does his swing. Actually, his swing does. No, his swing looks like a programmed robot. No, his swing looks like he was Ichiro on steroids, which he kind <laughs> of is. <laughs> like, and, and that's not like being like he has like, like I feel like Japanese hitters and people in like Asia have those swings where it's like 
you're leaning forward and almost like slapping the ball and running at the same mm-hmm. time. And then he kind of has that where like his whole body like shifts forward. Like same thing with Ichiro, except Ichiro was like 120 pounds sopping wet. And Shohei's like 200 pounds and just fucking wheels and deals. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, dude, like Ichiro probably could have done this, but Shohei's just, you know, a lot stronger. Shout out to Shohei. He's good. He, if he continues to do this, I've, I've, I've said this on a previous podcast, he's going to go down as better than Babe Ruth. Shohei the way. If he if he continues on the trajectory he's at, he will go down as a better baseball player than Babe Ruth. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. That we get, we get to see him. Yeah. So. Um, and that's insane, insane saying that with Mike Trout on his team. I know, dude. That's, that's the one negative about Shohei is that I love Mike Trout, and he just takes the whole spotlight. Well, the thing is, and it's not going to happen with Mike Trout because he signed like a fucking 15-year deal with the Angels. They both need to get the fuck out of Anaheim. Yeah. Dude, like go literally anywhere else. Any other team besides the Dod- or besides the Angels. Like, legitimately any other team gets more, like, the fucking Oakland A's get more publicity than them, and they play in a dump of a stadium still on the West Coast. Uh, Baltimore. Swear to God, you get more publicity in Baltimore than you would in uh, the Angels. I don't know about that. I I swear to God. And you would think that being in L.A., too, like. Yeah, but they're, like, the red-headed stepchild of California. Yeah. Like, if you think of, there's four teams in California. They're the worst, by far. Yeah, which stinks. There's five teams in California. Jesus Christ. Dodgers. Dodgers, Angels, San Diego, Oakland, Giants. Oh, I forgot about San Diego. That's that's insane. We just need to talk about that for a second. There's five baseball teams in one state? What the fuck? They need a team in Oregon. (laughs) I could, I could get behind, get behind that. that. Just, Just fucking build a roof, though. Yeah. Too many rain delays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Retractable <laughs> roof. Yeah. It has to be. Dude, that's... Mike Trout and Shohei. Get the fuck out of the Angels, dude. They're just chilling, dude. Yeah, but, like, there's got to be, like, part of them that's, like... And I don't know what Shohei's contract is, but there's got to be, like, part of them that's, like, I want to win, and I'm just fucking not going to do it here. Yeah, yeah, I understand, I understand that, that, but then you also think about it, and it's like you're making hundreds of millions of dollars living in Southern California, not taking, like, the brunt of the media heat. Yeah, but the same thing is, like, you could probably also just do that for the Dodgers. You I mean, can't definitely be in more of the spotlight then. Yeah, but you also can't take the brunt of the media heat for the Dodgers because there's, like, nine other people that could take the brunt of the media heat that are, like, that good. Not, obviously, not, like, like star. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's, like, the one thing that's, like, a double-edged sword with, like, athletes. Because I remember when, like, Carmelo, when, like, Carmelo was in his prime, and it was, like, do you go with the Knicks? Or, like, it was when, like, D. Rose was in his prime, too, with the Bulls. And it's, like, dude, like, if Carmelo doesn't come here, he doesn't want to win, and all he cares about is money. And then it's, like, he stays with the Knicks, and he's, like, dude, all he cares about is money. But then it's, like, if he would have went to the Bulls, it's, like, dude, oh, he just fucking wants to win. He doesn't care about the money. He doesn't care about, like, the home team. Like, that's bullshit. It's, like... Dude, like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Yeah. Tough. Tough. Yeah. Anything else sports-related you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, I got two. I got some a little bit of football. Uh, first, I just want to talk about how Tim Tebow got cut. Oh, yeah. Suck yeah. it. I saw that. Suck <laughs> it, Tim Tebow. Tough. Suck it. Yeah. yeah. You fucking loser. Long, Long stint. 
Yeah. Made it Made through, it like, through like, a like a couple weeks, weeks like of training, a week camp. Of training camp. Congrats. <laughs> See ya, buddy. Um, also, uh, this isn't like controversial, but oh, you saw how like you saw Tavon Jenkins has is getting back surgery, yeah. which sucks. Um, I don't know if I want Justin Fields to play this year. Uh, I saw the funniest, most accurate meme about this. It was, um, like a trailer park. Oh, and the Lamborghini parked under it? With a Bugatti yeah. parked outside. It's like, it was like Justin Bears Fields in the offensive line, line is the trailer trailer home, and then the Bugatti is Justin Fields. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, so torn as to, like, what I want to do with Justin Fields. Because it's like, no, you cannot start him. No, no, no. Obviously, obviously you don't start him, but I'm talking to the point of where, like, if the team doesn't get any healthier, like, I don't want him to play at all. Yeah, if the, especially if the offensive line is the way that it is. Yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm like, 50-50 where it's like, do I want Justin Fields to just, like, like, trial by fire and just be like, hey, man, like, we know the offensive line is shit. We're not going to blame you for anything. Just, like, go out there and, like, I'll, like, give you a season to, like, adapt in the NFL. Like, get ready. Get going. Next year, everyone comes back healthy. We'll draft a couple offensive linemen. We'll do whatever. We'll rebuild. Not, like, rebuild, but, like, get the offensive line a little bit better. We'll go from there. Or do I want to be, like, I don't want him to get fucking destroyed for 10 games this year. And then have him get hurt in a game that doesn't matter. Yeah, that's the problem. So I'm like 50-50. It's like, do I want to get him the experience or do I want him to just like be healthy and play for next year? Ah, yeah, dude. I'm saying you feel it out the first two to four weeks of the season, see how it goes then, maybe throw him in. But I personally am leaning more towards the conservative side of let him – Learn everything that he can, give him a full year to figure all that out, and then throw him in once we hopefully have a better, once he has a better situation around him. Yeah, and obviously it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a I want to see feel out. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, if if there is somehow that, like, this offensive line comes out, like, week one, like, I don't think they're ever going to dominate the Rams, but, like, holds their own against the Rams, and, like, you're sitting there being like, dude, I don't know, like, maybe this team puts it all together. Uh, yeah, but even there, I'm I'm giving this offensive line like three weeks. Like if they can hold their own for three weeks, I'll put them in. If they hold their own for one game, no shot. I'm throwing them in week two. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously not. I'm just saying, like the Rams, I feel like is like the biggest test, like in the immediate like first four weeks of the season. Yeah. And so like if they can hold their own against them, like I got confidence that they're going to go hold their own for the next like two three weeks and continuing on through the season. So like. If that's the case, then I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Like, throw Justin Fields in there. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I don't want to, like, ruin the beginning, like, his career before it even starts in a way. Right. Right. And I was listening to um, – I forget where I was listening to this. Maybe a podcast or maybe ESPN the other day. But it was, like, a rookie coming in, like, your job as a head coach is to build up his confidence. And if you throw him into a bad situation too early, that confidence gets destroyed. You then have to pull him out, replace him with the veteran to try and build that confidence back up to then throw him back in there. 
Whereas if you just let the veteran take the beating, you put the rookie in in a much more positive situation later down the road. Well, so I think that if you... So obviously Dalton starts, and he goes however many weeks. Did you see his comments? Yeah, fuck off. He thought <laughs> Justin Fields is going to have his time. My time's now. Eat dicks, dude. You you don't ever have a time. Andy Dalton time was never. And it never will be Andy Dalton time. Um, but if you make that, if you choose, like, however many weeks it goes, and then you, you, you are, you know, debating in your GM, offensive coordinator, everybody like that, is sitting there being like, I think we go to Justin Fields. You know, and you all collectively agree. You're like, all right, we're starting Justin this week. That is the last time anybody besides Justin Fields takes a snap. Like, you can't go back. Right. It's one of those things where, like, you might as well, like, fire Andy Dalton immediately. And just be like, I don't even want to have, like, like burn the boats. I don't even want to, like, think about going back. Like, we are, we are in Justin Fields' land now, and we are riding that motherfucker no matter how good or how bad he does. Yeah. You just can't you, – you, you go one way, you're not going back. Yep. So, like, if they do choose to go to Fields, I don't care. I don't care if he throws six interceptions one game. He's not going out. Just keep him in there. Let his confidence – it's better than taking him out for his confidence than it would be to just let him in there and get rocked. So – if they do choose to go to Fields, you better stick with that. Is all I'm yep. saying. But yeah, that was that's all I got for for sports. All right, um, I'm good for there. I'm gonna save my other potential sports topic for later on. So we are going to throw it into our interview segment of the show, and uh, hope you enjoy it. We'll catch you on the other side. All right, we are into. The Friday interview portion today. Got a very special guest coming to you. We are welcoming on 2021 state finalist for the Miss Georgia competition, international makeup artist, our good friend, Summer. How you doing? Welcome to the show. I am well. Thank you guys for inviting me on. Absolutely. Of course. Of course. Got a Miller Lite tall boy in hand as well. Can't go wrong there. So it's going to be a good, good show. Good show. So... Real quick, right off the bat, our first question for you. We know nothing about your world of pageantry and makeup and all that kind of stuff. Fill us in. Give us the dumbed-down version for us, the listeners. What are we working with here? Uh, it's pretty crazy. It's very intimidating, too, um, especially the pageant world. Um but it has led me to some pretty good opportunities. Um, lots of money. There you <laughs> and go. Time, so. <laughs> but it's it's really cool. It's a really good opportunity. Yeah. And makeup, um, makeup is awesome. It's like art to me. So definitely easy money. So, so yeah. Kind of like Michael said, we don't really have any like any clue about this whole like pageantry world like we're from indiana like northern indiana so like we never really like experienced that or none of our like friends ever did so like the only thing i know is like from the like shows on like tlc is it that like cutthroat or are they like ramping it up for the shows kind of <laughs> oh like, there's some hesitation like, like it is competition at the end of the day but the girls are awesome like i've made 
a ton of friends just doing like Miss Georgia and Miss Georgia Teen. So oh, okay. lifelong friend for sure. So then do you ever like, do you ever like watch those shows and sit there and be like, ah, oh, that would never happen in real life or like yeah. that, or like you pick and choose <laughs> oh, parts yeah. where you're like, that's true. That's not true or something like that. Well, so I've been doing pageants since I was six months old. Wow. And yeah, since I was six months old, I've been to nationals twice. Um, but it, it can get like that as a child, though. Parents are very, very serious when it comes to their kids and pageants. And I actually recently just judged the pageant this past weekend. And I had some parents, you know, kind of agree with the with the results. But, you know, you just kind of have to explain to them, like, we're judging a certain thing. It's not about beauty. It's about, like, confidence and poise and yeah. stuff like that. Has, uh... But, has somebody ever has somebody ever tried to like slip you like some money under the table, being like, "Hey, like my daughter should like win this." Like, what's going on I don't here? Know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it anyways. I would feel too bad. I want to be fair. Cause yeah, I would want the same for me, but you know, obviously, I yeah. would do. <laughs> for sure. I mean, you're a Miller Lite drinker, so you're obviously a good person. You're not taking that money. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, favorite like or most memorable moment that you've had whether it was you judging you competing anything like that what's what's like one thing that really sticks out when you think back about all the experiences that you've had in that world Ooh, i know we're putting you on the spot a very embarrassing one okay oh yeah let's hear Uh, this (laughs) um i was doing a pageant it was something local so something small um i was getting back into pageants after not doing it for a few years and they asked me, I don't remember the question really, but they asked me a question. I'm standing on stage. There's people everywhere and they're staring at me. They asked me the question and I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, I'll ask you another question. I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. But, you should have been like, respect the honesty. Uh, I mean, that's what you got to think about right there. You know, you're judging the whole beauty pageant. Honesty is probably one of those things you got to look out for. So, hey. Well, spin zone for you right there. Yeah, needless to say, I did not do good in that one, but I mean, I have advanced since then, so. Hey, that's all that matters. That's, that's all, all right. That matters. That's all right. That's <laughs> hilarious, man. I don't know what I would do if I was up on stage, put on the spot like that, and just didn't know what how to respond or what to say. I'd be like, yeah, I'm just going to bow out. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> I hate public yeah, speaking as it bad. is, so I could, I could never do that. I, I applaud you for doing that. That's, I mean, that's crazy. Honestly, when I did Miss Georgia, I just walked up, walked on the stage and did my thing. Like, didn't look at anybody in the audience. Like, didn't pay no mind. I did look at the judges because that's very important. But obviously, yeah, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't as intimidating as I thought it would. So hopefully, nationals, uh, nationals would be the same way. There you go. Yeah, there you go. That's awesome. When is nationals (laughs) coming up? Yes, it is the week of Thanksgiving in November. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Good luck there. Yeah, I'm excited. That's so then, awesome. How many people like make it to nationals, and then like, what's the like? I guess kind of like, what's the road once you get there? Like, are there like pre- preliminary rounds, and then the final round, or what's what's kind of going on there? Yeah. So basically, they do like the personal introduction. They do the formal walk. They do the interviews, and there's a bunch of different optional contests that you can do. Um, it is highly encouraged, but with, um, but with that, so 
it's girls from each state. Um, it's kind of like Miss USA in a sense, but um, since I was third runner-up for Miss Georgia, I'll be, like, pretty much I'm a city queen in okay. Georgia. Okay. Uh, and so I'll be in a different category than Miss Georgia, but it's literally just right under, and it's the same opportunity, so I'm not complaining. And then after that, I think I can sign up for, like, Miss USA or something like that, so... Dang, there we go. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. We'll have to uh, check back and in. And I'm hoping. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, sorry. Um, I'm hoping it'll bring some good luck for my business, actually. I'm about to open or develop my makeup brand. Okay. So, yeah. Nice. So, very ambitious. That was going to be that was gonna be one of my next questions. So then, you know, you talk about. We talked about at the beginning, you're, you know, a certified international makeup artist. What would be, like, kind of the dream out of that? Is it designing your own makeup, or is it, like, opening up your own, like, kind of studio studio or doing whatever? Or is it, like, you know, working with, like, celebrities on, like, movie sets and stuff like that? Like, what would be your dream job with that? I do enjoy doing makeup, don't get me wrong. But I would much rather have my own to develop. And, I mean, I also thought about, just for right now, when I do clients having like their own customized lipstick like for the service yeah that's it's, pretty sweet it's a run right in so yeah. i'm trying to get there there yeah, you go there you awesome. go that's awesome that's awesome <laughs> all right i'm switching topics you got you got anything else you want to bring up there all you all right i'm switching topics okay best time what's your favorite time to have a miller light correct answer there is uh, it's always a good time I mean, always <laughs> but always. what's yours <laughs> Probably at a bonfire. Ooh, I mean, I like that. Just bonfire, Braves game, um, or just chilling, really. I'll, I'll drink one if I'm just doing some homework or something like that. It's my go-to, so. Obviously. <laughs> there obviously. you go. There you go. So you, you, mentioned, uh, you mentioned the Braves. Are you a big Braves fan? Oh, yeah. Okay. I go to a game every year for my birthday, and I try to go a little bit more. I did go to one for my birthday this year, thankfully. Last year, I couldn't go to COVID. I like oh, that, yeah. yeah. So we're, yeah. We're, big, we're big White Sox fans, but I've told him, like, multiple times, I was like, if I had to pick a team that wasn't the White Sox to root for, it's the Braves, 100%. Oh, yeah. I was like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I had, I, so I had one friend from college from Atlanta, and I was like, dude, like, I got to come out there and visit. Like, I want to go to a Braves game so bad. Like, I love the team. I think all the guys are awesome. Sucks about Ronald Acuna getting hurt because, like, he's a, a superstar. But that team, oh, yeah. I mean, they're doing well right now. So pretty sure they're first in the NL East, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's all you could really want right there, you know? Oh, yeah. Big fan. Big fan of them. Just a random little tidbit. Love the Braves. <laughs> Love oh, the Braves. And Freddie Freeman? Oh, he's the best. We'll make some bets when the White Sox and Braves play. All right. Oh, hopefully, there you go. hopefully a little World Series bet. You know, <laughs> if everything goes well. There you go. I like that. A little yeah. friendly, friendly, shed some light competition. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Um, other than Braves, you follow any other sports teams? I don't really. No. I'm more of a baseball kind of girl. Okay. Kinda stick to that. Okay. And stick to my Braves. I like it. I like it. Okay. Like the dedication. <laughs> All right. What else you got? You got anything? I got a couple more. Keep going. All right. Not to sound creepy. Did some Instagram stalking. Do yeah. you have a pet snake? 
I do not. That was my aunt's. Okay. Aunt. Okay. But I was there all the time. But no, I do love snakes. I do want a snake. But with my busy schedule, it's so hard to to keep up with something like that at the moment. But I do want one eventually. Okay. Okay. Snakes, I feel like, uh, they get a bad rap. Oh, yeah. Because I feel they like really they're, they're like... They're so sweet. Like, they're chill. I'll have one, like, sitting on my shoulder just watching TV with me. But... <laughs> They're That's cool. very sweet. <laughs> I like that a lot. I always think back to like this is gonna be such like a random like reference, but there was like the really old vine where the dude's like chilling in class with the snake on his arm, and he like takes out his lollipop and gives it to the snake, and the snake <laughs> licks it. That's what I think about every single time. I'm just like, dude, snakes aren't snakes are chilling with that guy. So, like, we're good. Yeah, they're they're like that. Like, I, yeah. I, I actually did the same thing with a popsicle. He ate it. <laughs> that, see, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I feel like just people just think of it like they kind of like move weird, I guess, if you're trying to get to like where like the people who like hate snakes come from. But like other than that, like I feel like they're pretty chill. Man, I, I saw my first snake swimming in the water last summer oh, yeah, and I've been terrified of them since then. <laughs> I won't do anything in the wild, but if it's like yeah. a domesticated snake, you know, I'll do that. But I'm go. too skittish to pick up something in the wild. <laughs> I don't know nothing about them. That's fair. That's fair. Next uh, next trick you got to teach it is to take a sip of the Miller Lite instead of the Popsicle. Just boom, right there. Hey, I'll keep you updated with that. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Okay, uh, another random question going off topic. Other than Miller Lite, you're going out on the night out on, on you know, in the city, doing whatever. What's the go-to drink? Oh, I'm actually going out tonight, and it's definitely Jaeger Bombs. Jaeger Bombs? Oh, <laughs> that's a shot. Bold. Little, too hard in the but it's good. Uh, I like that. I like that a lot. I like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't mind. I like. I like a little Coke and whiskey. I'm. I'm fine with that. You know. That is... I'll drink it if it's the only thing I got. But if I had a choice, it'd definitely be a bomb. I like that. That was a nice way of saying that you don't really like Coke and whiskey. But I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'll take good. it. <laughs> nah, I'm good. with you. I will give you that. I was not expecting Jaeger bombs. That's a bold choice. Oh really? Oh no, no. I, I'm drinking. I'll you know. But there you go. Definitely the go-to if I'm just chilling. Absolutely, big time. absolutely. Big time. <laughs> um, big plans for tonight. You said you're going out. Is it just for fun? Yeah, and also, I mean, a celebration for this. I was really excited to do this with you guys. So, oh, thank you, nice. with a friend. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Well, we're we're excited to have you on. I know. I really appreciate you guys hitting me up. Yeah, you yeah, guys are absolutely. I've listened to your podcast and they're pretty great. Oh, thank you. Let's go. Thank you. Let's go. <laughs> Um, I got wait. I got I got another question. Okay, go okay, right ahead. Sorry, I'm just trying to deep dive into the whole. <laughs> okay, so, um, the like beginning of the year, I lived in Tennessee for four months. I was doing like an internship down there. So coming from Indiana, that's like as furthest south as I've lived. Um, and then I got to make a trip down to Georgia, like by like the Mercer College area, everywhere around there. Um, so the one thing that I noticed the most is people that live. I guess more south than Indiana are like the nicest people ever. Like I've I've yeah. never gone out to a bar and had more people just like randomly come up and be like, "Hey, like what's up? Like how's it going? Like talk to me and just be like, "Dude, I don't know any of you people. Like I don't know why you're talking to me. I'm just having a beer." Is that something that is like <laughs> was I just in like a like the right place or is that just like the whole everybody in the south? Yeah, 
Oh, everybody in the South is the Southern Charm. Um, Alabama is actually a lot nicer. I will tell you that I did live there for a little bit, and they were honest. I honestly liked it better than Georgia. I'm not gonna lie. Really? Super nice people. Like, su- I wouldn't think that because it's Alabama. No shame <laughs> on them. But I know what you mean. <laughs> they are really nice. Yeah. But everybody in Georgia is pretty nice too. Yeah. It was it was honestly like such like a like a, a shock coming from like normally we're in like Chicago where it's just like people care about you know like themselves it's like oh, everybody don't like bump into me don't do anything and then I was like down there for four months and I was like dude everybody is way nicer than they are in like northern Indiana dude this is insane yeah it's like everybody knows everybody I mean that's how I am I don't need a stranger so yeah no that's awesome i that definitely down like tennessee kind of like southern of that like more south of that i would love to live there for like later in my life like the scenery there is great coming from like i said like northern dana where it's legitimately like cornfields and nothing going down there like really nice i've lived out in the middle of nowhere yeah for a while and it is pretty nice um have you a little farm out there Oh, Tending yeah. to the farm's really nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm having your own garden, so it's, it is the life. I do nah, like I feel that. I like it. Proper. Yeah. 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 Perfect. You got anything else? I think that's it, dude. Unless you got anything. I got nothing else. Anything that you want to tell the listeners? Anything you want to promote? The makeup? The business? Anything like that? All the above. <laughs> if you want to sponsor me, hit my DMs at Some Shape Beauty. I will let you know everything. And also, Miller Lite, please sponsor me. I love Let's you guys. Go. And I drink your time. Let's go. We're all on the same quest there. Love that. Love that. <laughs> love that. I appreciate you guys. Perfect. Well, hey. thanks so much for coming on. We'll tag you in all the social medias and uh, we'll check back in. You said Thanksgiving? Yes, the week of Thanksgiving. There we go. We'll check, we'll check back, back in, in November, right around Nationals, see how things are going. All right. Sounds good. You guys have a great night. Thank, Thank you. you too. Enjoy your Miller. Of course. We're back. Hope Hope everyone everyone enjoyed the interview today. today. We are are wrapping up Friday's show. Thank you to Summer. Yeah, thank you again. We are wrapping up Friday's show with our top five draft and dumb thoughts taking you into the weekend. Top five draft, very similar to last week where we talked about the top five power moves. Today is going to be the top five power moves in sports. Sports history. It's like things that have already happened. Like specific moments. Are you, Are you kidding, kidding me? Nope. nope. I, thought I thought this was, this was just top, top five power moves in sports. sports like like things, things that athletes do. do. I didn't know I, didn't I was, know I was picking, picking specific moments. moments. Okay, well then it shouldn't be that hard because you could just pick when an athlete did one of those things. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I, got I got it. We're good. We're good. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 All right. All right. I, I yeah. think yeah. I have first the first pick. pick. Yeah. This is easy. And I, I guarantee you, you probably didn't have this on yours if you were thinking about when athletes can do certain things. But the number one power move in sports history ever is the Allen Iverson step over. There's never been a bigger power move ever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that get was, the fuck out of here. That was, that was the one that I that I knew was going to be picked. The fucking what's up, baby. Yeah, bucket, step over you. I mean, because that's just demoralizing as can be. Yeah. It's yeah. it's legitimately one of the most demoralizing things of all time. Like, you just got okay. you just got crossed up so hard that you fell over. The dude knocked down the shot and then stepped over you. 
Yeah, yeah tough. tough. Not a good look. Not a good look. It was Tyron Lue, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. The, the, the fact that that guy made like a career after that's wild. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, crazy. Pretty crazy. All right. All right. Um, that might my... be a bigger power move than the step over. <laughs> <laughs> Making a career after getting stepped over. All right. All right my, my um number, number one power move in sports. sports. I'm, I'm trying to think. think. I don't, I don't know, know if it was Shaq, Shaq or who it was that went up for the dunk, dunk and then wrapped, wrapped their legs around, around the guy too. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. See, I like that. I think I think there's a more demoralizing dunk than that. Breaking the backboard? No. I think there's I think you could argue two more demoralizing dunks than that. I do like that one though. But I think you also set it up wrong. The, the power move is him shoving him out of bounds. Okay. Okay, that's the power move. So my number one pick was just a posterizing dunk. And then, and I, was then I was just trying, trying to think of the most, of the most memorable, memorable posterized okay. dunk. Okay, but you can't take all of posterizing dunks. No, no, no. no, no. That, I know I had to narrow it down, so I took it when Shaq literally dunked it and wrapped his legs around the dude and then shoved him out of bounds. Okay, I like that. sequence of events. I'm going to take... Uh, so I'm, I'm between two posterizing dunks for my number two. I think I'm going to go with one that's a little bit more old school just because I think it's funnier. Uh, I don't know who he dunked over. But I'm going when Sean Kemp, like, shoved his knee into that dude's throat. One hand tomahawk gets down and then does the point at the guy. Like, that's the most demoralizing. Like, he did not, he not only yammed on this dude, he also squatted down and gave him, like, a one, two, three, like, point, like, get fucked, buddy. I mean, that's, like, other than, like, doing that and fucking double birding the guy, that's, like, one of the most demoralizing. Like, just doing a little point dance at you, like, dude, yeah, I, I jammed all over you right there. Um, Jerry and Grant, like, stepping on the dude's chest yeah. to rise up for the dunk. That's another yeah. good one. There, there's one other. Make sure you remind me at the, at the end for what I think is, like, probably, like, another power move and, like, the most demoralizing type of dunks. Okay. okay. All right. All right. I'll, try I'll try and remember. You got, you got two. Second oh, pick. Oh, oh, this, this is, me. is me. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going I'm to need your uh, expertise, expertise on this one because... because I don't know it other than the little, like, you know, 20-second clip that went viral. Uh, in lacrosse, where the dude does the shake and bake and then, like, turns around and waves at him because he juked him out of his shoes. Yeah, no, I like that. I, I like that pick, but, like, that's that's the only—it was, like, I'm pretty sure it was, like, a high school game in Utah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't even know who it was, but it was just such a sick move. And the fact that he had the presence of mind in that moment to literally just turn around, look at the guy, and wave as he ran past him, like, that's, that's a power move. I agree. Uh, okay. Dude, fuck. Because <laughs> I, have, I have one that I'm going to take five because I, I know for a fact you're not going to take it. I have one that I think I can get at four. So I think i got to take one that I— I think you might take. Actually, no. Okay, I know how I'm going to end this. My number three is um, uh, Damian Lillard's step back game winner versus Oklahoma City in the playoffs to send them home. Okay. And the reason it's a fucking power move is, A, uh, the people in Oklahoma City were talking shit the whole series, saying that, like, Dame's trash and everything like that. And then he hit a step back from, like, legitimately half court. 
in Paul George's face and then waved them goodbye as they won the series. He was like, fuck off. I just hit a step back legitimately from half court. Like, go fuck yourself. I'll see you guys later. You guys talk that shit and you got ran. Like, yeah, that's... Yeah. That you ha- you gotta have so much fucking cojones to just be like I'm not even close to the three point line and I'm also gonna step back and pop this one in your face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, dude, that's that's some dropping some sack on some people. Okay. Okay. That's that's good. good. That's good. Um. All right. All right. My number, My number three play. play. Back, back in the day, I had to look this one up. Two thousand seven. I remembered the play. Didn't, didn't remember the year. year. Two thousand seven. College, college football. football. Boise State, State Statue, Statue of Liberty. Oh, that is a power move. Big, Big time, time power move. Anytime, anytime that you, anytime, anytime that a trick play works out, I would have. Ju- if you would have just said, I believe it was the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl that that was in. Uh, I think so. They beat Oklahoma. Yeah. I, if you would have just said the 2007 Tostitos Fiesta Bowl, I would have given it to you. I've been like that whole thing was a power move by Boise State. <laughs> like, dude, what's up? We're fucking Boise State. We're running the fucking Statue of Liberty. Statue play. of Liberty to win the game. I'm pretty sure that one of the dudes, either the quarterback no, or the post proposed to his girlfriend. I'm pretty sure it was the guy who ran it in. Yeah, dude. That that that's the power, power power. Actually, uh, uh, counterpoint. No, because the proposal is is like that's the like the girl wants that to be a like a big thing, and I feel like it kind of gets overshadowed. It's like you proposed to me at your football game after you won. <laughs> like, yeah, fucking no, take no. me somewhere romantic and propose the, to me. The, uh, the, memory, the memory of that day was the statue. Yeah, party. it's not the proposal. <laughs> like, if this guy is going to go look back on that day and be like, do you know what happened on, like, fucking November 8th or whatever, 2007, he's going to be like, yeah, we won the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. Not like I proposed to my girlfriend. <laughs> right. So, right. like, it's a, it's a power move. It's a power move. I guess it is a power move for the guy. To be like, I I cucked the girl out of my out of yeah, yeah. our engagement. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm gonna go with, and this one's you won't know this, but I'll show you the video. Uh, but I'm going. I gotta go with my man, Zlatan Ibrahimovic's bicycle kick <laughs> versus England. Dude, no joke. He scores a bicycle kick from almost out of bounds, probably. 50 yards out and he's just like yeah fucking bicycle kick don't care he's like goalie came out too far big mistake and then he just stands there rips the shirt off and was like what's up baby i'm the best okay dude imagine imagine thinking to yourself he's like off to the side on the right like i said 50 yards away balls up in the air and he's like what am i gonna do right here it's like fucking bicycle kick a bicycle kick in general is just like the coolest thing yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I could have just went bicycle kick, and you'd be like, yeah, whatever. I mean, that is sweet. Yeah. yeah. I'll, give, I'll give that to you. All right. All right. Um, um, let me see here. This, this is my number, number four. four. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll give, give you a specific example, example but I'll give you the broad, broad category first. first. Having, Having a signature, signature celebration. celebration. I don't really know if anybody does. Ye- that's, that's what you think. think. Think, think of, of uh, Tiger Woods, Woods sinking, sinking the last putt and giving that big fist But, like, pump. that's... But think, think of Jalen Smith making a sack and then doing his little... Okay, Jalen, Jalen, yeah. But, like, I don't think that... I don't. You can't give, like, a fist pump to Tiger. Like, people have done fist pumps before. Not, not, dude, Tiger Woods, you can do, like, a silhouette of that and people will know that it's Tiger Woods. Yeah, but then, like... 
if if you were like, hey, like, hey, check out this like fist pump, I wouldn't be like, I don't know, fucking whoever. If you do the like, if you do the like, the scoop Jay off Jay the ground, Smith, yeah, yeah. He has, he, that, he, was that was his uh, Instagram, Instagram profile. Yeah, for the no, time. just a silhouette of him doing exactly. That. I, I'm, I, I wasn't arguing that. I was arguing that Tiger was just like a fist pump. The the the, the yeah, but like the the Jalen, I like because the Jalen is more like you drag the fingers and then you do like the couple steps afterwards. Like what's up? But like other than like Jalen Smith, I don't really think anybody has like a signature celebration. Um, the because like I, if I did that, I'd be like I would be doing oh you're going J.R. Smith, the one time when he fucking plays the three on the guitar. That was that is J.R. Smith. Smith. Oh, then J.R. Smith playing the three on the guitar. He does the he strums <laughs> it around and he does that. Why, why did I think that was James Harden? Nope, J.R. Smith. Yeah, when you have a signature celebration after a big play, power move. I agree, but I just don't think a lot of people have that anymore. That's why it's even cooler. I guess, yeah, sure. Um, okay, so this is a very specific one. And I gotta I gotta give you the full because this takes like a lot of explaining to get into. Because you're gonna be like, what the fuck is this? And I gotta I'm gonna sprinkle some Yankees hate right in here. So uh I'm going uh game four in the AL ALCS two thousand and four. Okay. Red Sox, Yankees. Yankees up 3-0 in the series. No outs, bottom nine. Guy gets on first, they bring in a pinch runner. Mariano Rivera pinch er, pitching. Everyone and their mother knew this guy was stealing. Fucking did it anyways, didn't get caught. Was like, what's up, dude? You know I'm stealing, don't care. I'm better than you. I'm faster than everybody fucking else. You know how much of a fucking cojones move you gotta do? Also... Red Sox down one. So they're down one, bottom nine, elimination game. This dude comes in to pinch run, and first pitch. Didn't even didn't even look for a pitch. He was just like, you know I'm running, I know I'm running, doesn't matter. I'm still going to fucking steal second base. By the way, like I said, Red Sox down 3 nothing in the series. Red Sox 4-3. Yeah. Started, started with that stolen base. How about that? Dude, that's got to be like, you know how fucking good you got to be? To be like, I'm gonna. St- I, I just came in. I'm gonna look you dead in the eyes on the mound and be like, I'm gonna steal second base, and you know it, and I know it, and the catcher knows it, and there's nothing you can fucking do about it. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty impressive. impressive. That's a power move. That is a power move. All right. Um, my last power move. I'll call an audible if you want me to, because I don't know if you'll consider this truly sports, but it's sports adjacent. Uh. When you're a sports broadcaster and have a signature call. I'm going to veto it just because I told you this last week and you shrugged it off. And you were like, eh. You said like a, when you have a catchphrase. What the fuck is the difference? When you're known, like when you have your own, like your personal thing, whether it's a call, something that you say, something that you do, like the uh, Chris Collins were sliding like we were talking about earlier. You can put it on the board from Hawk Harrelson. That was the exact fucking, uh, you can put it on the board was the exact reference I used and you went, you said mercy. And then I said, I said mercy and I said you can put it on the board, yes. And you went, eh, legitimately went, eh. We were walking, I'll tell you exactly where we were walking. Walking through the parking lot at the White Sox game. I gave you that exact, I'll, I'll let you have it, actually. You you literally said mercy because we saw a guy that had And then I shirt. immediately said you can put it on the board. 
I don't, I don't recall that. You're an idiot. I just recall mercy. You're an idiot. And I, I'll let you have it, but fuck you, because I gave you that, and you were like, nah, it's not that good. I mean, I had to call multiple audibles throughout that because I thought we were just drafting generic power moves, not specific instances. My other one was just going to be when you hit a walk-off home run. If you would have said Tim Anderson at the Field of Dreams, that would have been a lot better. I mean, there's too many to count. Yeah, but like... You got to give the little, like, the Tim Anderson walk-off. Or I would have gone, like, Scotty Pods walk-off. Because it was, like, in the World Series to win the World Series. Not to win the World Series, but to win a game in the World Series. Barry Bonds breaking the home run record. Not necessarily a walk-off, but just crushing bombs into the water. I would just say, like, a power, like, if I were to go to, like, a home run, I'd go, like, a like a power move in like the on the biggest stage. So I think it had to be, it would either be like World Series or like like the Field of Dreams game, where it was like it's not like the postseason. I think setting the home run record is up there. Yeah, I mean, granted it was a regular season game, but still, holding a record, power move, power move, holding a record. Um, so I was supposed to remind yeah. you about dunks. Well, first of all, my only other one that I had, uh, the Jordan shrug. That's a power oh, yeah, yeah. move to just be like to just be like, what's up, dude? Like I'll fucking know. Like I'm better than everyone else here. Yeah. Um. The other dunk that I was gonna say that I so the two that I were debating was the Sean Kemp, were that, and then my other one would have been the DeAndre Jordan on Brandon Knight where he dunks on him and then gives the like, ooh oh, yeah. like fuck I just killed that guy yeah like that because it like first of all he absolutely did murder him, and then second of all that face where he just like looks at the guy's like yikes like ooh that was bad like that's also like that might be the biggest power move of them all it might be a bigger power move than the actual dunk on brandon knight just giving the face like ooh sorry yeah yeah power moves all right all right good good draft good draft (laughs) um wrapping up this friday episode of dumb thoughts random stories taking you into the weekend i have a couple what what do you i got two okay you want me to go go ahead uh so there's a i guess there's a trend on tiktok that's like, um, like they list the people will like list what professions they wanted to do as a kid and then why they ended up not doing them. Okay. So this, they, it's like to a song. It's a song from like Pitch Perfect where it's like, uh, I opened up my eyes and saw the light. The, the Bellas sing it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's supposed to be like, oh, I opened up my eyes. I saw why I couldn't do this. Yeah. So yeah. that like people would be like, like uh doctor and then it'd be like uh like too much school and like a lot of bills to pay through medical school you know reasonable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there was <laughs> there was one girl that i saw on there now i don't want i don't want to be like judging her like but i am i'm going to <laughs> uh i don't know how smart this girl is uh but her like job that she wanted was astronaut and then the reason i shit you not the reason that she didn't become an astronaut doesn't like the dark so motherfucker that ain't that ain't the goddamn reason you're just not smart enough to be a fucking astronaut that like me being like dream job nba player why i didn't get it tore my acl in eighth grade like i'm five foot fucking nothing with not an athletic bone in my goddamn body that's why i didn't make it to the nba <laughs> not because i fucking tore my acl what are you doing here 
too dark and I'm a fucking astronaut? Get the fuck out of here. Like, dude, I was like, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought you were going to drop the line that, like, she was afraid of heights or something. It literally said, too dark, too dark, I swear to God. It was, it was, I'm, it was like, I'm afraid of the dark. And I was like, I was like, there's no way that this girl. That cross my mind. I was like, I was like, I literally said, I was like, there's no fucking way that this chick, like, sits here and is like, I wanted to be an astronaut. And then, like, only thing holding me back, though, I fucking hate the dark. That's funny. I was like, I was like, I gotta respect that a little bit. Yeah. Being like, being like, dude, it's just, I uh, know, like, I pass all the tests to be an astronaut. I just fucking <laughs> just hate the dark. I the just dark. hate the dark. <laughs> I hate the dark so much, dude. That's good. That's good. Um, okay. I was, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. I was dying at that. Also, um, this is, this is bringing it back full circle to the beginning of the episode when we were talking about getting tested for. Fiberculosis. Fiberculosis. Uh, for, all for all the fibers out there. So, for, I just had to do, like, a new higher screening for my job. Uh, and I had to get, like, drug tested, like, the P drug test. And I have come to the conclusion that I have the clutch gene. Not because of what everyone is thinking, being like, oh, you fucking did drugs and then you took the drug test. No, no, no. I peed before getting in my car to go to the this new higher screening, not knowing I had to do a drug test. Still, still pee? Peed in like two Let's seconds. Go. Peed in like fucking two seconds, dude. Let's go. I peed so fast that the lady that had to like take my thing like couldn't get the gloves on before <laughs> I came fucking back out, dude. I was like, I was, I surprised myself. I was like, I was like, I peed and I was like, I'm the fucking best to ever do it, baby. Dude, uh, the, problem the problem for me, if I, if I ever, uh, yeah, I haven't had to take like a, a piss drug test in a very long time. The problem for me, not that I actually do any drugs that would show up on the drug okay, test. Okay, well, that's the other thing. I got nervous being like, I hope no drugs show up. I don't do drugs. <laughs> like, I was, I was nervous that it was going to show up or something, knowing that I haven't done drugs, like, ever. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. Not, Not that I ever actually do drugs, do drugs but, but the fact that, that I drink so much water throughout the day, day that, that, that I guarantee you it would come back diluted. Well, that was the thing. If I knew that I was like, going to do that, I would purposely have to, like, not drink water. You know what was going through my head? So, I took mine, like, first thing in the morning. And when I get up, I don't usually eat breakfast in the morning. I'll just, like, drink, a like, a monster. And I was like is a fucking energy drink going to show up on this piss test right now? Like, I'm going to be peeing, like, lime green. They're going to be like, what the fuck did this guy drink this <laughs> we got morning? The Hulk over here. <laughs> like, have you ever seen, was it Role Models? Have you ever seen that movie? Where, like, uh, it, it's like a stupid, like, comedy or whatever. And the, the first part of it, they start promoting an energy drink, and the dude pisses, and it's, like, legitimately, like, it's like, dude, what the fuck? Is Shrek pissing over here? What's going on? It's, like, legitimately yeah. lime green. I, and I was like thinking about that. I was like, dude, what if like what if my piss was just like oddly colored that whole time? That she was just like, dude, like you didn't show up for any drugs, but like your pee should not be this color. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. That's good. Yeah, dude, I got. But I was I was legitimately. I was like, dude, like I I got like not like nervous, nervous, but I was like, well, like what the fuck happens if like it like somehow like shows up? Yeah. That I like take drugs. I was like, I don't take drugs. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, I got two. I guess, I guess you can, can qualify them as dumb thoughts. thoughts. Uh, uh, first one, I actually have, have um, a Miller Lite to give out for this week, but it is just a dumb thought in general. Uh, I'm, I'm giving my Miller Lite out to chicken pot pies. 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 Ch
pies. We'll take two chicken pie pie. Where the fuck was that commercial? I thought it was, uh, like, uh... I thought it was, like, Sonic at first. Popeyes? KFC? KFC. Definitely KFC. Yeah. Um, I'm good for, like, chicken pot pie, like, maybe twice a year if I'm lucky. Generally about once a year. Those things, I haven't had one in so long, and this thought just came to my head midweek this week. Those things are so good. Pulled pork. It's the same thing. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Not even close. No, but like you get chicken pot pie blows pulled pork out of the sure. Way. But you know, it's it's the same concept where it's like, I'm never gonna like go out there and be like, man, I'm really craving some like pulled pork and or chicken pot pie tonight. But like then the second somebody offers it to you, you're like, oh, like what are we doing here? I would go out of my way to buy chicken pot pie. No, from the store. I don't think I would. I've done it before. I haven't so. <laughs> chicken pot pies are so I feel like underrated, underappreciated, and I wanted to give them a Miller Lite this week. I see the thing is I don't think they're underrated. I think they're underappreciated. I think like I think like like nobody's ever gonna like be like, dude, not like fuck chicken pot pie. It, it's just it's just like I just don't think they're appreciated enough to the point of where like you're like, dude, like I'm gonna go have a chicken pot pie. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, the second you, like, you offer it, everyone's like, dude, yes, chicken pot pie rules. They're so good. I wish I was eating one right now. Chicken pot pie. <laughs> All right, last dumb thought. Um, this happened to me midweek as well, probably around the same time as the chicken pot pie thought. thought. Um, and for a couple minutes... I had just an absolute roller coaster of emotions and then also felt like you, where, you know how you always say, like, your brain's shut off, brain's not working? Pretty usual. This was me midday, mid-work day, okay? On my lunch break, I go to take a shower because I work from home. That's like a fucking little <laughs> lunch break shower. Lunch break shower, right? And I knew that I was doing things after work where I would need my contacts in instead of my glasses. If I know that I'm not doing anything after work, I just wear my glasses all day. So I knew I was doing things after work where my contacts would be needed. I put my contacts in and I take a shower. After the shower, I put my clothes back on, go back downstairs, have some lunch, get back to work, right? So I'm leaving the bathroom, and I put my glasses on. I'm like, man, dude, like, why? This is really foggy. Like, they, I must have, like, forgotten to turn the fan on in the bathroom. Like, they got fogged up or something like that. I was like, all right, whatever. You just doubled it up? Did you contact and fucking glass? At this point, yes. So I'm like, man, these things are, like, really foggy. I, Like I said, I think they got, like, a little condensated. I go to clean them off in my sweatshirt. I put them back on. I'm like, holy cow. Why are they still doing this? And then I take them off, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can see. <laughs> you thought for a second, you were like, Jesus Christ, I got LASIK in the bathroom? Like, dude, I literally I thought that I fixed my vision. I got LASIK, bro? You're like, dude, did I get LASIK last night when I was sleeping? What's going on here? There was literally, like, a couple seconds there where I was like, what in the world happened? I just fixed my own vision. You said you said it. You knelt down, said a quick prayer, real quick. Yeah. Like, Thank <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ, that was awesome. And then and then, and then my brain turned back on. I was like, oh yeah, I put my contacts in, dude. <laughs> that was a wild that. sequence. I respect that. I've, I do I do shit like that. Like that. Hap- like you say, it, I like that you brought that up because like 
you, you said that being like, dude, yeah, I had like a you moment the other day. And that was like a rare occasion. That happens to me like fucking once a week where I do something like that. Like, that happens to me way too often. I literally wrote that in my notes to bring up on today's show as just midweek miracle. You want to hear how I wrote, uh, you want to hear my notes? I'll read you exactly how I wrote this. Uh, for when I was talking about my drug test, exactly how I wrote it in my notes. Clutch gene, question mark, peed during drug test. <laughs> was, was my exact line <laughs> in, in my notes. Um, but going back to what you were saying about, uh, like, you know, your glasses and everything like that. I went to the optometrist the other day just to get my eyes checked. Twenty twenty vision. It is what it is. You've always out here seeing things. Uh, but I, my old optometrist, I believe, like, retired and or moved. Yeah, retired. Uh, Probably moved, too, but retired. Yeah, and, and, and she was awesome. We were, like, family friends with her. So, like, she would always come in and, like, just have, like, a normal conversation with me. This new guy that I had to go to, again, he was really good, but he was, like, very, like, cut and dry. And so, like, he comes into the room, and he's like, uh, he's like, hey, how's it going? And I was like, uh, hey. It's legitimately what he sounded like. I was like, uh, I was like, good. How are you? Blah blah. blah. He was like, uh, good. So, uh, you got any problems with your vision or anything like that? I was like, nope. He was okay, okay. Uh, so what I'm gonna do now is, uh, we're just gonna run some tests, uh, just a couple, you know, things here and there to see, uh, you know, what your vision's like, how well you can see, and uh, you know, just to make sure that everything, everything's good and you can see well. And I was like, a. Really? No shit, buddy. I know what a fucking optometrist does. <laughs> you don't have to tell me what you're doing. They'd be oh, like, going to tap my knee and check my reflexes. <laughs> that's, like, that's like me going to the dentist and the dentist being like, all right, so uh, now I'm going to check your teeth and clean them. It's like, yeah, dude, I fucking know what, I know what you guys do. That's what I'm here for. Like, I, 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 they'd be like, I thought I was getting a fucking colonoscopy today, dude. What the fuck? I'm getting my eyes checked. The optometrist, What? I was like, I was like, dude, like, thank you for telling me what's gonna happen, but like, I'm not an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I guess if I was a doctor, maybe I'd say that, but like, couldn't, couldn't be, be us. us. Not, not that. <laughs> imagine, but like, I'd be more shocked if I didn't say anything, and then I was like checking someone's eyes, and they're like, "So, what are we doing right now? <laughs> Check, what checking the fuck cabins. do you think we're doing right now, dude?" <laughs> Like, you don't have to explain it to me. Thank you for doing that. It was nice. But, like, yeah. again, not an idiot. Hey. All right. Well, got anything else? No. Okay. That is where we are wrapping up. Shed Some Light, episode 101. Hope everyone enjoyed it. Hope everyone has a great weekend as well. Um, please give us that five-star rating and review. Tell all of your friends to check us out. Keep spreading the word of Shed Some Light. Uh, check out the description down below. It has links to all of our social media if you want to get a hold of us there. And uh, we'll see everyone on Monday. In the meantime, keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.